Welcome to Real 45 with Stefan and Greg Hancock. We vibe out and have real talk, so tune in and check this out, yeah. Today is a new day, let's season now and get hype. We talking about our careers, our family, and just life. Yo, everybody, welcome to the Real 45 podcast. And this is your host, one of your hosts, Mr. Greg Hancock. I'm sitting here solo today. Sometimes this happens. Stefan and I uh, have got lots of things going on between us. He's got his thing. I got my thing. Together we got our thing, which is the Real 45 podcast. But today I'm rocking solo. It's been a very interesting week. Many, many things have happened. Things are going on all the time. But hey, life is like a race, you know. And wherever you go, you're just racing. I remember one of my uh, former mechanics and good friends many years ago when we, uh, we were based in the UK in my early years in the UK, a guy by the name of Stuart Munger, we called him the Rev. He was bad to the bone, right? Just cool dude. He had a big ass, long, ZZ top beard. And he was called the Reverend for many, many different reasons. He would stand up and kind of do a ceremony and kind of preach and, and uh, heal people <laughs> in the Speedway way, you know, the racing world. But he, when we were going places, he, he worked for Lance King for a lot of years. He worked for Samar Malenko, and he's been together and friends with many of my good friends and the American team. Sadly, we lost him years back uh, to some health issues, but uh, his legacy lives on. He's the greatest, most funny dude you can meet, too. So uh, fantastic guy. I have to say, he used to go wherever we went. You know, it felt like... You know, you're working so hard, you're working so fast, and you load the things up, you know, pack your bag fast, wash the bike fast, fix it fast, throw it in the car, jump in the car. In those days, we had our transit vans back in the UK there, and, uh, they, you know, they were like, it was like a four-speed manual 1600 four-cylinder engine, and those things were just, we never gave them a chance to breathe, you know. It was like you got in, you fired it up, and it was pedal to the metal, bah, 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 and full gas everywhere we went. And Rev, as we call him, the Rev, we'd be going somewhere and we'd go full gas to the races and, you know, we'd do our race and you're full gas on the track and it's full gas, you load up, full gas to the bar, full gas home. And he was the best because we were traveling and we were going to, you know, the races in the UK, then we'd go to, to like Denmark or somewhere or we'd go to maybe to Sweden or Poland or Germany, somewhere like that. And we'd be flat out in the car, and he'd be rocking out like crazy to Talking Heads, which is one of his favorite bands. And he'd just be singing. You're trying to sleep in the back, and he's got it wide open, and he's got his hands in the air, and he's like, this is fucking awesome. Excuse the French, but I got to say it how he would say it. And then he would turn the volume down. He'd go, you know, this is the best. Life just doesn't get better. Life is a race. Wherever we go, we race to the races, we race at the races, and we race home. It can't be any better. This is the shit, man. And, uh... Long live the Rev's legacy. He's the best man, and uh, we had some good times. But hey, you know what? It's not all about racing. There's so much more. It's not about just work. It's not just about racing. It's not just about uh, all the stresses and strains of whatever you're doing during the day. You know, you got to have fun. You got to have the, the the life. You got to have the, the the wife, the family. You got to have everything around you. And if you don't have everything together and it's not working right, it's it ain't gonna happen. You know. And quite often our, you know, our partners in our relationships get, they get the raw end of the deal. They get, you know, they, they get forgotten uh, unless you do an interview. 
or you're talking on a podcast like this right now. <laughs> um, however, all I can say is, you know, we're wide open all the time, and I, I can speak for myself in this particular moment, but, you know, my wife, it, without my wife, I would not, obviously I wouldn't have the kids, I wouldn't have the great life that I have, and, and I'd be doing something probably totally different today, but who knows? She's the best thing ever for me, and she, without a doubt, holds down the damn fort here and takes care of everything. You know, this, this household, this life, this, this career that I run, it would not function the same without having this uh, wonderful, special person that I have alongside me day in, day out. And, uh, you know, we have good times, we have discussions, and, and uh, you, you know, you run into to speed bumps along the way, and you all you can do is um, get over them, right? Can't sit back and let those things get bigger and bigger and further and, uh, you know, or, or larger and, and closer together. You got to spread those things out and, and try to eliminate them when you can. But hey, it's part of the experience of life, and you, you learn from everything you do. So, uh, you know, I've seen my buddies, I've seen a lot of friends, you know, uh, things can, can go this way or they can go that way, you know, and relationships, you fall in and out of love, and, and then it's over, and, and you move on to the next thing, but, you know, for someone like, like myself, married, three kids, and a husband that spends his life having a blast for a living, you know, I get to, I'm very, very thankful, very lucky, blessed, as everybody says, you know, um, to, to be able to do what I do, racing motorcycles for a living, having the time of my life, and still be able to have a life at home. I spent a lot of time on the road, not as much as I used to back in the day, but in, uh, in this time, in this era, you know, I'm based out of Sweden during the racing season, and then we're back in California in the winter. And we do get a, a good break, but, you know, you get four months of no racing or five months of no racing, more or less, and uh, it's probably six months off in total, but it's it never stops, you know, and the kids, as they get older, it's school and it's sports, it's maybe speedway for one, it's, it's uh, soccer for the other, and it's a little bit of everything for the youngest one, in my case. He's into absolutely everything and the most active, live wire, fun kid you could ever meet, you know, and it's, it becomes so demanding. It's, there's never, ever a free moment, uh, it seems, you know, just to, to sit back, relax with your your uh, your wife, or your partner, and just like take it all in. You have to make the time. You have to really, really work hard to try to set time aside in between races, in between travel, in between uh, school trips back and forth, in between this and that. And quite often, my wife and I find each other having a uh, a couple of free moments, or, or sometimes even a date day. You know, during while the kids are at school, you just go out and go have a lunch or a cup of coffee, fika as you say in Sweden, fika. And you just do try to have those moments to yourself. Fortunately, with my my line of work, I end up with a lot of those free days during the day on a Monday or a Wednesday or a Thursday when I'm not either racing in Poland, Sweden here or in a Grand Prix somewhere. There are those afternoons that, you know, or morning, early afternoons that you get a few minutes to yourself. And we try hard to... to have that time together, but it doesn't always work. And, you know, she's, she's busy doing, you know, she's the, the most amazing housewife, stay-at-home mom anybody could ask for, and she's super active, she's super busy, she never stops, 
I often feel tired watching her, you know, because she's on the gas. And then you start to feel lazy if you sit down for two minutes because she just never stops. And that's her, that's just her. She's got so much energy and she's so devoted to taking care of things and making sure everything's in order. So the, the next day coming and the next week coming and the next month coming, we are, you know, try to be ahead of the game. It's really hard to do that, as all of you know, when you got kids and, and businesses and that kind of stuff out there. But she's so great and she keeps our house phenomenal and she's always, you know, she's got a special feel for, for decor and interior, exterior and working in the yards. And, and uh, if you, even if you ask my mechanics, you know, they, they often come here and they just, they just crack up and giggle because Jenny doesn't stop. <laughs> and uh, she's she's right there, and she'll she'll get out and try to fire up the wee whacker, you know, or or take the 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 uh, lawnmower from the neighbors and cut the grass. And it's a good thing that we don't have a chainsaw yet. She, I think she might know now. I just I just got one, but she wants to work a chainsaw too, and I, I don't know if I'm good with that. I really don't know if I'm good with it, but she wants to do it. She rides the motorcycles around. She rides the mopeds. She will jump on the skateboard. She will try anything and everything, whether she can do it or not, just to show and prove to her kids that she's, you know, kids grow up and you're a, you're a girl. You can't do that. And she's like, what's the difference with a guy and a girl? You know, we're all equal. And she rocks that day in, day out. And she does it really well. And uh, so my kids, they know they can't throw that, on, that card on her without a fight or without a, uh, you know, proof that mom can do it. And <laughs> this mom, she can do it. So uh, I just wanted to touch a little bit on this this subject because, you know, we've lately there's uh, a few things have, have gone uh, maybe not the way that some of my buddies and their, their lives would have hoped for. And, you, you know, they're busy. Everyone's busy with work and, and everyone's got their own um, their own situation. So you can't, all you can do is be there to help and support them. And, and, uh, that's what we do. And, you know, God forbid that whatever happened to me too. Uh, I don't think so. We've got a great life and we, the best tool we've got, which I got from, from my wife, Jenny is communication and her and I, you know, she knows when I'm having a good day and she knows when I'm having a day that, you know, maybe you just need to talk about this and get it off your chest because I hold a lot in much of the time and, and uh, she can read that, so she knows. And uh, that can be the racing, and these are the, uh, those are the demons of the sport, right? You're having a tough time getting things worked out. Maybe you, you're not scoring the points you wanted to score, your teams aren't winning, or you're just really unhappy with your, your overall picture or your equipment's not working the way it should, or you and your mechanics are having a disagreement or something like that. But, <clears throat> excuse me, deep down... You know, you got to talk it out. You got to work through the things, and you got to find a way. And that's what we really, really try to do. So, uh, this one communicational tool that I got from my wife is the best thing ever, and that's probably been the key to our uh, great marriage and our great life here. So I sometimes have to stop and refresh my mind. That man, you know, I, it's not just about my racing. It's not just about all the things I do, the work and the, the organization and trying to make everything right all the time. It really is true that you learn from, you know, I've got a lot, I'm surrounded by good people and I surround myself with good people that, that offer me great help, great advice. And ones that I look up to that have for numerous reasons um, in life or whether they've been successful with 
uh, a specific career or a sport or a relationship or or many things. Just a great life. So you you know, it's really really fun to learn stuff, and I I always uh, I'm easily influenced for this reason for because I'm I'm kind of curious. Why does that guy do it like that? Or why does that girl do it like that? How come? How do they have things running so smoothly? How can I be like that and a little bit better, or vice versa? Whatever you know. <laughs> how can it be worse? <laughs> but for me, I you know I work hard to to do the best that I can for everything, and sometimes that's not the case. That's not the answer to to the situation. You just need to stop and. Don't bring your work home or don't bring your uh, issues home or sometimes that's the kind of stuff you just need to talk about and and uh, put it right. But, you know, dinner conversation, Speedway is, is nuts. You know, our lives are for six months out of the year of the raising or maybe five and a half months, but it's always more than that. It is Speedway 24-7 in, in, uh, in our lives. So we have to really work hard to structure and realize that there is more to life than just Speedway because if we, if we just dig into Speedway constantly, we don't, you don't see what's going on around you. You don't take it in. You don't learn. You don't whatever. And many of you know this already. I'm just kind of thinking out loud and thought people need to know that you know, there's so, we, we are normal individuals and we, we try to live life norm, you know, like normal people and go to work and, and go to school and have breakfast, lunch, and dinner together as a family when you can, but I'm not always home, you know? I get up and leave before they before they get up to go start their day sometimes when I got to travel somewhere, and I get home late at night, uh, you know, when when they're in bed, and then sometimes they get up and go to school before I wake up because I didn't get home until 3 or 4 in the morning, and and uh, that gets, that can be rough sometimes, you know? So my wife knows if I'm tired, she will just shut the door when she gets up in the morning to let me sleep. And I sometimes just want to get up and get rolling because I uh, I feel guilty, you know. I'm like, gosh, I, I've been out, I've been away, and I just want to spend a couple of minutes with them, even if I'm tired and grumpy. And that's what she doesn't want me to be tired and grumpy. She wants me to be fresh and don't waste those couple of hours um, just because you wanted to be awake or you took the early flight home from Poland so you could spend a couple of hours. But it might destroy your day completely when you get home because you're, you're not in the best of moods. And... I don't think that's just speedway. I think that's that's to work. That's to life in general. The important thing is to you know love each other and give back. You know it's uh, it's easy to be selfish and do things the way you want to do it. But um, listening to you know some of my good buddies that have been through all this stuff and and then and the ones that have it you know running smooth. I I really try to feed off that and you just try to stand back there and support them and offer whatever advice you can. But you know, we've all got our own situation. We all gotta grab the bull by the horns, and we've got to work through these these uh, these issues sometimes. So, uh, my buddies out there, you know who you are, and many of you out there too. Maybe you go through the same thing. And this isn't this isn't something I'm trying to throw something out at you. I'm just talking because you know we're we're seeing a few things that have been happening lately, and uh, I want to see the I want to see the positives come out of it, and see everybody go on and be successful and and happy and, and uh, healthy and, and live great lives. So uh, I'm always out there trying to preach it, but I got to live, I got to practice what I preach too. So I try to do that. And uh, Life's a great thing. So I just listened to an awesome podcast. 
I listen to Joe Rogan. I think many people out there do, and, and he's he's bitching, man. He's badass. And I listened to an interview with uh, Elon Musk uh, that he did recently, and it's it's so bitching. I mean, Elon is a, a very interesting guy, as many people know, and the guy from SpaceX and Tesla and numerous other <laughs> things that he's been involved in or does. And uh, this was so cool because he's just like listening to what he says about life and you know the future is so big for him the future is in space of course and uh, he just wants people to love each other more and, and the world would be a wonderful place which he's right you know and uh or i should say i believe he's right that's so cool so we're we're all about practicing gotta love each other love each other a little more so uh anyway that is the topic of today's podcast here, as uh, as you hear, and uh, this isn't going to be a long and extensive one, but uh, you got to, we all want to win, we all want to go fast, we all want to live, and tomorrow's a new day. So to all you girlfriends and wives and, and partners out there, you know, um, you guys are awesome. You guys can make things so great for us. And you, most of the time, you do. So uh, it takes two to tango, and you got to make a compromise, as we all know. So that's what we're trying to do. And we were thrown for another curveball this last week because uh, these are the kind of things that <laughs> are always a test of your time and your your abilities. But uh, in between all the races, my team, Dakarna, just went through to the finals here in Sweden. My other team in Poland, Stalzhezhov, we won the first round of the finals last week away in Ostrov. So we go into this second round of the finals at home this week with a, with a two-point lead. And it is awesome. So things are really looking good. And, you know, it's going to be a, <laughs> some busy weeks coming ahead, too, because we got the Grand Prix here in, in uh, Tetro. And then it goes to the finals the final round in Poland on Sunday, and then I fly straight back to Sweden on Monday, and we have the first round of the finals at home in Molilla on Tuesday, the second round on Wednesday, away in uh, Eskilstuna with Smedana, and then it's off to Poland, I believe, now for... There's a couple of open meetings coming up. There's a lot of races that next week that are... That are they're not confirmed yet, but it could be that I end up riding like, I don't know, seven out of the next eight days or something silly when it's, once I start on Friday. It's going to be nuts. So uh, we will see. This is the fun part. But in between all this, my boy Wilbur, just before I went to France last week, playing around on our little uh, fun speedway motocross fun park here <laughs> where we live. Nothing major, but... Uh, he tried to do a, a little bit uh, big, too big of a jump on a little KX110 that wasn't quite capable of handling <laughs> what he did, and he came down a little bit too hard on the flat and uh, ended up uh, jacking his r lower right leg pretty bad, and uh, he broke the tibia at the top right where it goes into the knee, the, the knee joint, and. Uh, it turned out at first we thought it was they they were concerned about the the ACL ligament the cruciate ligament there in the knee and one of the tendons on the side and uh, it was looking really nasty but it still wasn't a good 
turnout. He had an operation last night. It's a long, long couple of days uh, at the Astrid Lindgren's Hospital in Stockholm, Karolinska, which is what a cool place. I'm, I'm, hospitals are never fun to be at, but this brand new kids hospital that they've got there too is just phenomenal. The people, I, I, you know, I'm a big fan of Swede, Sweden and the Swedes and how they do things, and uh, I have to talk about it because they were the, the staff and the whole overall environment was just second to none, you know, so friendly, you feel like you walk into a hotel, they just make you welcome, you know, that's, there's coffee, and there's, there's tea, and there's drinks at your disposal, you can do, pretty much come and go as you wish, and they're there at that, in a heartbeat to help you out, and you just feel like, suddenly, like, this is how, and this is socialized medicine here, in, uh, in Sweden, you know, but it's, it feels like you're getting everything done first class, private, and uh, a credit to the country, a credit to the people there at Astrid Lindgren. So thank you guys for taking care of, uh, of our boy this time and, and uh, fixing him up. So he had a, a couple-hour surgery last night, and they had to go in. They did it all with keyhole surgery, which is great, and, and had to screw together the bone that was broken. The ligaments ended up being just stretched, so they, they are happy that those should grow back together without any issues. Super cool. We're so jazzed to hear this. And um, just came home today with him from the hospital uh, after being away for a day, and just over a day, and, and he's, he's recovering pretty good. So it's still some tough days ahead for him, and his first surgery and first time being knocked out, uh, you know, with uh, anesthesia, anesthesia. And that's never fun when you go into the hospital and they, you know, they set him all up and they start giving him the medicine, and <laughs> I'm used to that countdown of now we're going to give you this and uh, you know, you're, you're going to start to feel a little dizzy and then you're going to count down from 10 to whatever or we can just have a chat and see how it goes and they start talking to you about different things and you're answering them but you can all of a sudden you can feel the room is starting to spin. It's kind of like you're in a bubble when you're in a fishbowl and then suddenly you're just like they're having this conversation. You feel like they're asking you, the, you know they're asking you questions just to see when you're going to fall asleep but you're trying to answer the questions like serious and real, <laughs> real honest. And you're looking at them in the face and you're going, they're just like kind of got a giggle on their face and you're going like subconsciously, you're going, you're laughing at me and I'm trying to answer this question. And then the next thing you know, they're waking you up and you feel like shit and you just want to puke and you're like, what did you just do to me? But suddenly... There's my kid in this thing, and I'm trying to explain it to him, this, this uh, feeling that I'm, I'm sadly familiar with, uh, with the operations that I've had over the years. And, you know, you're telling him what it's going to happen, and he's kind of preparing it for everything. Like, it's kind of rad. We're trying to make it amusing, but not something you really want to get used to. And uh, my wife, Jenny, she was like, this is all you, man. I cannot do this. I feel like I'm going to pass out just thinking about it and watching it and it would be pretty funny to video that, right? As she's passing out, as they're giving him the medicine and locking him out. Don't tell her I said that. Uh, <laughs> my wife is the best, man. <laughs> I love her to death. And uh, sat there, and you're watching him, and as he starts to go, and they starts to talk and ask him questions, and he's really trying hard, and I'm making jokes. I'm going, dude, are you in the bubble now? Can you see? Hey, this is me in a nutshell. Thinking about Austin Powers when he does that. Hey, this is me in a nutshell. Anyway, that was the end of it. He was out. 
in seconds, you know, they just go from everything and suddenly his mouth's open and he's like, you know, just uh, dead weight. And uh, they're like, okay, he's asleep. We'll wait. We'll, come, we'll call you when he's ready. <laughs> and you just walk out. You're like, man, that's nuts. But then he wakes up and he's wanted me to film him <laughs> when he was waking up. So we've got some really good video of him talking gibberish and <laughs> carry on full conversations, which he doesn't even remember now. <laughs> so it's pretty funny. So you might see some of this stuff on his uh, social media. I, I've tried hard not to post some of the stuff on my own social media because I want him to get the enjoyment out of it. So uh, <laughs> watch this play, this space. Check him out at Wilhan one one seven. I think is his Instagram, and maybe you guys have got him on Snapchat and YouTube and all that stuff. So <laughs> that's my boy. He recovered well. He was a stud man, and he he came through this thing. It's never fun to get an operation, and I hope none of you ever have to experience it. But uh, when you go to a place like Aston Lindgren's in Stockholm. You know, here in Sweden and the way they treat people, I, you know, it's uh, it makes you feel good, makes you feel much more confident in in the world of medicine, especially too, and and uh, and belief in doctors. So, uh, yeah, again, great people. And uh, so, my moral to this story was that my wife got stuck with another motorcycle injury with our with our son, and this was not a health issue, of course, but it was in one way. So. Uh, she has to deal with all this stuff, and now she's got to deal with, she had to deal with the, the issue of him when it was time to go to the doctors, and they told him he was going to have an operation, and he was just, no way, and she almost want, he almost wants to, like, beat her up, and he's angry and yelling at her, like, almost like it's her fault, right? And she's like, don't do this to me. You can't, you can't treat me like this. This is not, I didn't do this, you know? Take this on your dad instead, because she, know, she knows that they would never talk to me like that, so they always push her buttons because because they can, and they know that she wants the best for them, and she takes it so well, but she gives it back to them too, like, come on, I'm the good mom, I'm the one here that's trying to help you out and do this and do the right thing and be, you know, be positive and, and help you through it and support you, and you're just taking out, you're like venting on me, go vent on your dad, <laughs> so uh, here it is, you know, this is the thing, she's got to deal with all this stuff on her own much of the time and I was off racing in France and then straight to Poland and she had to go through the sitting in the ER with him and take care of him and a lot of you moms out there you all have you've all been through this and your your husbands or or maybe the other way around maybe the maybe it's the other way you know and the wife's away working at the stay-at-home dad or you know handling all this stuff but no matter what it it takes two to tango and you gotta you gotta work through it and you gotta respect one another so uh be good peoples out there. I don't want to say any more than that. It's been a good week. It's going to be a great week. There's a lot of good races coming up. You people out there, be good to one another. I love you all. And thank you to all of our wonderful partners, especially my wife. I love you dearly. See you guys next week. Peace. Welcome to Real 45 with Stefan and Greg Hancock. We vibe out and have real talk, so tune in and check this out. Yeah, today is a new day. Let's seize it now and get hype. We talking about our careers, our family, and just life. Yeah, share my story with you. Inspiration like every day. Real 45, we gon' keep it live. I keep episodes on replay. Hey, Real 45. Yeah, Real 45. Show them how we do it, man.